0: you like sad stories about used up lonely tramps and their mysterious pasts and they don't go anywhere and will literally throw themselves at any man who crosses the past listen to our podcast called awful neutral and give it five stars okay should i do one as gertrude now or was the sarah one enough
1: Welcome foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral.
2: Starring
0: Dave Callens as the Stalwart Paladin. This is Kevin, and you can't see it right now, but I'm drumming very proficiently.
3: Sarah Lee Steiner as...
4: Gertrude here to tell you about my new book, The Art of Seduction, How to Flirt Through
5: Dan Sanborn as the Gnomish Warlock.
2: My name's is the Cabbage, and I just lost my pastrami.
3: Clint Viger as a powerful cleric.
2: I, I'm Tiffy, and I'm privately
6: pissed about poor planning.
3: Salvador Viesca as the
5: talented rogue thief. Lothario here, and only I give Kevin milk.
1: Jesse Egan asks. The name's Chud Bingsley. I give one move for yes. Last week I got to see
3: Genuine Sing Pony. Did I love it? Move. Welcome to the Awful Neutral Podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Damien Mercado. With me, as always, is Dave Callens. Hey, what's up? Sarah Lee Steiner. Hello. New cast member, Jesse Egan. Hey there. Salvador Viesca. Howdy. Clant Beiger. Hi. <laughs>
7: Dan Sanborn.
0: Hi. Can I do mine over? I want to say howdy instead. Oh, it ha- felt yeah.
7: so good saying howdy. Can <laughs> I just say that came kind of to me person. just in the spirit of the moment and oh, like lightning
3: in a oh, bottle? It felt oh, so good, too. Was there, was there kind is. of an unspoken Sal just one upped us when he said howdy? <laughs> Y'all yeah. yeah. felt it, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt <laughs> the, like the
4: cowboy cat meme. <laughs> just like,
3: <"How> it <laughs> May I ask how it feels? Your characters are now celebrities in this world, especially Lothario and Kevin. During the shitstorm that was Flamefest, these two are reported, especially by a bunch of uh, rich nobles who could afford to go to the concert, that these two were the highlight of the show. Congratulations. Um, before we start, though, I'm going to need uh, a name from you guys. I'm going to need a name that your group is called. That's what's going to be reported on. It's going to say that your group has taken down the Flame Festival, embarrassed Lord Privilegington. Can we discuss it in character? Because I know what
0: Kevin is going to gonna say. <laughs> I actually took
8: some
4: time and thought of some different names for you guys. All
7: right. Let's hear it. Like nicknames or team names?
4: Like team
7: names. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
4: Chafing the Dream. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ibuprofen and Bengay. Young Farts and Old Tarts.
3: So it's all falling flat. I'll be honest. <laughs> Whiskey business. Okay, but one of the one of the good ones. All right, so th- those are the ones. That <laughs> yeah, those are those are the ones that you're getting. Just
4: <laughs> I spent all night, all night working on the night shift. This is what I did.
3: <laughs> Sarah mm. Lee Steiner, Kathy comic come to life. Oh <laughs> my god. Um,
7: I I would just walk away right now. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's what you do every
3: time you see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to do it in character? Gotcha. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, Gremlin's going to be asking you.
7: Gremel, you look—you have something to say. No, no.
3: <laughs> I gotta give the recap of the okay? last <laughs> You okay? You okay? You choking on your words, buddy? <laughs> I'm sorry. I've stood at that genuine concert. I, I have a tear right? to my eye. When we last left our adventures, they had stormed the Flame Festival. Gertrude had used her feminine wiles. To seduce Polly Sr. or a guard that looks suspiciously close to our world's Orange County choppers, Polly Sr. Uh, asterisk, attempted to use her feminine violence. <laughs> um,
4: asterisk, asterisk, successfully attempted to use
3: those things. Uh, she The way she rolled, Polly Sr. was very aroused. That's right. He was uh, only cock-blocked by Chud, Decorative Cabbage, and T.V who, whether they realized it or not, actually did an incredible job luring Polly Sr. away from where he would have called for reinforcements into a place where they could take him four-on-one, like the brave heroes that they are. Meanwhile, at the same time, thanks to their awesome roles, Lothario and Kevin were becoming the bright spot of Flame Festival. Several nobles who, could, who were the only ones who could afford to come to the Flame Festival... The only positive thing they had to say about the festival wasn't the ham and cheese sandwich, wasn't the terrible tense, wasn't the terrible setup. The only positive thing they had to say about it was Kevin and Lothario's performance, who killed it that day, and who, who did a solid job opening for Genuine. I think Lothario did something like a 45-minute set while they fought Polly Sr. It
7: felt like 15 <laughs> seconds, let me tell you. When you're up there and the lights are hitting you.
0: Just a visual for the listeners right now, uh, as, as the concert ended, uh, both Lothario and Kevin, Now you remember the old-timey people would like, clasp their hands together and shake them over their head like they just want to pride. We're both doing that right now. Oh, like, oh, in front of the audience. Like,
3: you know, oh, nice. Yeah.
7: Like uh, like the three tenors? Yeah. I like it.
3: Despite an incredible performance by Genuine, an artist who nobody in this realm had heard of before this date, <laughs> the highlight of the festival was Lothario and Kevin's two-man performance. Shut up. Already, reporters are demanding to know what the name is. Greml, who is your first mate? We'll handle that uh, in a second. So as uh, do you go by the way, do you guys party the night away? Yeah, I'm feeling it. Okay. Uh, do you guys, uh, is there any scene you guys want to reenact? Otherwise, we can just roll to see. Uh, is there anything special you guys want to happen at the party? Or do you want me to just wrap it up? As long as we raved.
1: Yeah, I definitely came to rave.
3: <laughs> exactly. Um, Chud Bingsley, stated lover of Molly, uh, is able <laughs> to hook up all members of the party. Who drops Who drops E? I'm done. It drops me. It's been a while. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure, everybody roll a stamina check. They
3: don't know how we can dance? Yeah. No. I'm gonna <laughs> drop everything. TV D- 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 doesn't party. D twenty for hours. Yeah, roll a D twenty, <laughs> and we're gonna see how the night wound up for you, and add your charisma modifier. So
7: you're passing around some of this uh, Molly milk, I take it. Yes, Molly milk. Minus twelve. Mine was a Twelve. Eighteen.
4: Gertrude got a sixteen. Wow.
5: Gertrude had a good night. That's not bad at all. TV just uh, posted up and took notes the whole night on the um, silliness that was. That's kind <laughs> <Like, yeah, laughs> the of creepy. Honestly,
3: she they just kind of they just study everything. So with a sixteen, Gertrude has a pretty fun night. Yes. Several drinks get bought for her by several drinks.
4: Attractive gentlemen.
3: <laughs> by attractive gentlemen, because hey, you know. What happens at Flame Festival fucking stays at Flame Festival. I think that's a, that's the mantra <laughs> a lot of people are going by. But with the 16, I'm going to say, after a wonderful night dance and everything, you, you end up Gen- grinding I with Genuine. Gen- Gen- yes!
8: Wow. <laughs> uh,
3: you don't go no. further. He ends up dumping you for somebody else, but you do grind up on him for a brief and shining moment. Did
4: I get to pet the pony?
3: Not at 6. Now with a roll of 16. <laughs> mm-hmm. You certainly felt it grinding against your leg, but I don't think with your hands. You You mm-hmm. did jump on it. 20 from Decorative Cabbage. Decorative Cabbage actually got to pet the pony. yeah!
8: <laughs>
4: well, yeah. Bam,
3: the whole no. thing too. Bam. Uh, Was it time, too. Just you
4: look like cabbage. Oh, yeah. Maybe he
3: rode the pony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a very rideable size. When you're petting him all night, he's like, Wah. Stay <laughs> yeah, with from motivator. I want to say he
4: got up on that motivator.
3: Uh, Decorative Cabbage, with his ability to generate beer from nowhere and ability to generate sandwiches from nowhere, has been a big hit. Yeah, sandwich once a day from nowhere uh, is actually the kind of the hit of the party. In fact, he's invited you to get backstage. You party with Genuine all night. There? No deal, it's right? up to you whether or not you ride the pony. No, right
4: there are staggers coming out of Gertrude's
0: eyes towards you. I feel like sixteen is a pretty respectable role. Yeah,
3: right?
4: I nice. mean sixteen is probably the best Gertrude's done in a while, but it <laughs> wasn't a twenty.
3: Like there was a, for a good portion of the night. Gertrude and Decorative Cabbage and January were partying together, but at some point, like Decorative Cabbage said, "Hey, let's ditch her." And and they... You gotta run my <laughs> <laughs> All right, who else rolled? I had a seventeen. Everybody recognized the cat that rocked the drums. <laughs> um, uh, I would argue that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a big crowd by Genuine, but there's almost equally as big of a crowd by Kevin, who, who's willing to bring him uh, uh, milk or whatever else Kevin wants. Uh, <laughs> the, all the, he, Kevin has tons of ham from the ham and cheese sandwich
0: hand-fed to him. I feel like this could be a dangerous moment where it might slip back into his catnip addiction. He's got to keep be mm-hmm. vigilant
3: about this. Actually, what I'm saying say is that you do see a moment where Lothario is not around. You do see a bag of catnip <laughs> fall onto the sand. What do you do? I resist. You I'm resist? Past that. I'm past that. It's okay. Okay. How long did you look at it? Maybe a couple times. Okay, gotcha. But you, but you looking at it again right now. Okay.
7: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question: Was that a uh, genuine catnip?
3: <laughs>
4: but he knows he sticks to hay.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> can, can roll an investigation check if you really want to try to find out who's catnip it is. <laughs> See how Detective uh, Lothario think, handles it.
7: I think I think I'm good. I uh, I've kicked the habit too. So.
3: You and him used to be up late doing. Well, I mean, how else am
7: I going to bond with Kevin? You know, I do what he's into, and he does what I'm into. (laughs) Uh, uh, Who else
5: rolled? Uh, TV rolled a natural one for staying out of the way and taking notes. Uh,
0: uh, Yeah, I accidentally
3: got
0: high. uh, Oh no!
3: (laughs) After after what seemed like hours of TV, trying to go along, warning everybody about the ecological impact of what they're doing. (laughs) It's like, this is not sustainable. You cannot use. Uh, he's he's telling people that they, whether using the restroom is not sanitary, it's going to get into the water that everybody drinks. Uh, he's just trying to be the mom of this party. And as well, such, uh, people are just kind of treating him like the nerd in high school. If there was like a uh, decorative cabbage shed in the first episode, if there was a locker. Somebody would have placed him in the locker. Damn, man. Is there a <laughs> locker. You <laughs> <laughs> roll a natural fucking one. That's what happens. That <laughs> yikes. Who else wrote? Everybody Number up? 12. Uh, I'm going to say that. Uh, uh, was still a cow all night. <laughs> Chud, Chud, Chud comes here expecting Flame. Uh, he was the only one who really wanted to come to yeah. Flame Festival before, but now that he's here, it doesn't seem to match up to a lot of the marketing that he, he saw. He sees that th- this is a mess. Yeah. And while he does, uh, he did go on some adventures that showed the, a bit more of the real story behind Flame Festival and the villains behind it. He's also tr- uh, having these thoughts while tripping balls on uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. w- on some very strong molly. He, his whole life was about coming to this flame festival, and now that he's here, and it kind of was a sham, he doesn't really know what to do. Well, I feel like he leveled up on wisdom because of this experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what he does to try to
1: have more fun on Molly. I, I do. I cast prestidigitation and like make some fireworks out of my hands, and then I like watch them trail.
3: A ton of, of wealthy millennial elves and dwarves are fucking amazed by the display <laughs> that you're <they're> putting on. <laughs> nice.
7: Look at that cowman with his light show. Hey, go get some more Molly from you, bro. <laughs> Anybody else? Uh, we, I rolled eighteen. And what's uh? Wow, what was the modifier thing? Charisma, charisma
3: plus charisma. So it's gonna be pretty high for you, I think. Althario, well, do you want to color yours? All right, because you did roll high, and you were the face of IFS. Yeah, so I was. I was thinking
7: I can't go around stealing because everyone's looking at me. Like everyone would recognize me. I kind of wanted to scout the place to see what's worth taking. But I can't. I people would give you whatever you asked for. Yeah. I was what, how funny was I?
3: People rush you at one point, and at some point, some of the people, there are some people who try to say, give him space, give him space. But you're like, no, 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 please. Bring it everybody. on, bring it on, baby. And,
7: Let's do it. And,
3: and all these people are incredibly close and unable to see their hand. belongings. Yeah, get, roll, give me a slide of hand, check.
7: Sliding some hands, all right. Getting handsy. Uh, I rolled a
3: 17. Uh, 17 plus your slide of hand. Plus seven. So, sure. 24. I'm going to oh, say wow. that you end up picking up through the night because these are all well, a bunch of wealthy <laughs> teens. Six <and> whatnot. STDs. <laughs>
7: but they stay on the island. That's what you get said earlier. Whatever happens to your stasia, right?
3: You get guys? <laughs> 25 gold. Market? Boom. Also, five baggies of catnip.
7: Ooh. Oh, no. Whoa. You can sell
3: those. throw that yeah. out right now. It's a, that's worth a lot. Thank you, DM. <laughs> that's very kind of you. A couple of Coke, too. That's. Uh, a couple of coke? Yeah, two bags of coke. That's not a real popular party drug here. Like, it's kind of for losers. catnap is where it's at. That'd be hilarious. I'm just <laughs> imagining
7: really cabbage going around like, people are just throwing this shit
3: out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Picking up all the... <laughs> yeah, decorative cabbage has found a lot of just, uh, discarded bags of coke. Yeah. He's also really low to the ground, so he's yeah. able to see...
7: He's mostly coke uh, now.
3: <laughs> <yes.
4: laughs> I've a different perspective.
3: He's more coke than cabbage. He's just a powdered <laughs> <in> cabbage. <laughs> I'm like a Roomba, but for cocaine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't lower myself nice. for any deals but
3: cocaine. As the wee mornings of the night, as the sun comes up and the wee the wee hours of the morning begin hitting you, a violently shakes all of you as you uh, passed out in various places. Deckard Cabbage in Jenny Wine's personal dressing room, Gertrude outside of said dressing room, <laughs> and everybody else. Greville shakes you all away. We got to get to the ship, quickly! Lord Lord Brevillejeetan, his goon squad's coming! We need to get you aboard the ship, quickly! I move three times very loudly <laughs>
1: <laughs> for danger.
3: I raise cows growing up. That's good. Wait, here's right the danger? <laughs> I run towards the uh, airship. Excellent. Uh, he, he advised each of you to, if any of you is not, not here, for example, Lafargue may not have fallen asleep. To, to go find everybody. <laughs> 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 Still wired off the two bags, just finishing off the second bag. <laughs> um, no. In fact, even at, at the in the distance now, even if you couldn't hear uh, uh, Greml, uh, your first mate. You couldn't hear him before. You now can hear the very loud airships of Lord Privilegington, the Sixth approaching. The These airships sound smaller, but much more militaristic. They seem to have power turbines. These are uh, more warships.
5: All right, uh, uh, what do you guys do? Uh, DP is already on the ship because he had a terrible time at the Flame <laughs> Festival, so he's just like chilling on the ship already. Yeah. So yeah. he's getting nervous and about to set out to go get other people. Pretty sure we all just get on the ship.
3: Yeah, Grimmel, uh, run, Grimmel runs into the ship, expecting to be the first one. TV, uh, new Lord Privileging Forces come on coming. Uh, sure, yes, that's that's why I'm here already. Did you, how was your night last night? I had a wonderful time. Oh, uh, who, who
6: wouldn't have, uh, No, I I hate people. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, well, I'm sorry to hear about that. As he gets behind the wheel and starts firing up the ship, as he's talking to TV, uh, the rest of the party comes piling on. Grimmel says, Hold on to your butts. Quoting Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> as he does a forty-five degree vertical takeoff.
4: Gertrude takes that cue to grab a butt—not <laughs> her,
3: someone else's. Whose butt? Just a severed butt,
7: though. Yeah, Just yeah. Uh, one d six. I got Jenny Wines' butt.
0: I'm gonna grab uh, Kevin's butt today. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a cat. I'm gonna flinch, and jump away. So, I, mean, I mean, I'm actually gonna avoid the, the grab. What if he like, cuts her? Are you trying to dodge move, it? Uh, roll the seventeen.
3: What? Butt though. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say that uh, uh, with a 17, uh, when you go to grab his butt, uh, uh, Kevin's able to do one of those cat hand slaps. <laughs> uh, <but you're> like, <laughs> Without even looking, I just reflexively. <laughs> the airship is thoroughly underway. We're at cruising altitude. You can see that we're, we're heading back in the direction of Crow's Point. Greml says to you, All right, we're heading back to Crow's Point. There's a couple of things we got to grab, and there's somebody I want you to meet. It's going to be about two hours of a trip. We got out without Lord Privilegerton's goon Squad seeing us, so it's going to take them a bit to search the Flame Festival and realize that we're not there. So after that, I have a place where uh, we can hide us, but uh, right now, uh, we need to stop at spot Any objections?
0: Will there be breakfast served? <coughs> oh, god
3: damn. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this barge does have a kitchen, a fully stocked kitchen down below if you'd like to go prepare yourself for some breakfast. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanders up. Oh, I uh, make me something too. Don't go down there just to pilot in the damn ship. I can't go make something myself. <laughs> yeah, <I'll> j- <laughs> Somebody go tell that <laughs> damn cat to <laughs> <I'll> take a <laughs> goddamn <laughs> eggs combo.
1: <laughs> if they have uh, dry cereal, uh, I got the milk. And I follow them
3: to breakfast. Excellent. Excellent. So, two uh, go to breakfast. All right.
8: Gertrude's going
3: too. Yeah, all four of us.
4: Gertrude wants to talk to Kevin and go, Hey, kitty cat, where'd you learn to drum?
0: Just going to no <laughs> I'm at breakfast with you. following you. Okay. He's ignoring her. He's ignoring her? See a kitty kitty.
7: You really just not like kitty, it as a
0: kitty. come kitty. talk to me. Kitty. Kevin. Lothario. Uh, yeah, what's up, dude? You use your assistance.
7: Yeah, I'll be right there. Kitty kitty.
4: He'd Do listen. you like drums?
7: He's not going to pay attention to you. You try to grab his ass. Uh, that's a big no-no for him. Uh, I
3: thought cats like to be pet. <clears throat> Kevin walking while ignoring the uh, cat calling, literal cat calling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should smile more. <laughs> he finally reaches the fully stocked galley on this pleasure barge. He uh, sees the fridge in front of him. It is a two door, very fancy stainless steel refrigeration unit. Refrigeration is something that is rare and amongst lords in this world, it requires strong magics. Does it have a sweet, magical ice cube dispenser on the front of it? It does, and each, in fact, each ice cube, because they're magically pressed and shade is the shape of a peeve, a priv. Oh, it's not an ice wow. cube of ice cube. That would be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> in this in world. This world. <laughs> you could have summoned anybody you wanted. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we
0: did. We got the one we wanted. But <laughs>
2: uh, Deckard Cabbage is enjoying cooking, or you know, making a general mess, throwing eggs around, and uh, in general, kind of like, do that shuffle thing with the sandwich.
3: You know what? Uh, uh, roll a d20. We're going to see. Like Scooby Doo. And, and add your dexterity. We're going to see how well Decorative Cabbage's insane kitchen montage goes. Yeah, 19. 19. 19, yeah. Dope. 19. Decorative Cabbage somehow finds a chef's hat in this galley and says, hold down. Don't, don't. down. Kevin sits down.
7: Hey, Cabbage, uh, could you make me a grilled cheese and uh, use your finger guns? <laughs>
3: I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? With, with that role, yes, I'm going to be able to say that he's able to shoot his finger guns outside and while his finger is still hot and has that purple eldritch energy, he's able to hold it under the pan and milk and butter for everything. <laughs>
2: this is the reason why it's
3: popular at parties and such, you know, type of shit. Badass, you know, thank oh,
2: you. Well, I mean, you also got a bonus.
3: He's making eggs or whatever for Kevin. He's able to use his mage hand ability to, like, grab milk from just, the fridge. Just
7: eggs and milk.
3: <laughs> just freely. It's weird. Uh, uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry, I'm just wondering, is Genuine still on
7: that island? Yes. He is. <laughs> He's just <laughs> 60-year-old Genuine just wandering around like,
3: mm-hmm. send me back to Earth. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe, maybe Lord Privilegington uh, and his cool they on oh. the machine.
7: We set up for some genuine return later on. <laughs> are we gonna have to rescue genuine? Oh, that made me sad. Perfect. There's genuine.
2: There's a world of consequence <laughs>
3: uh-huh. to being summoned against your will. All right, so we're gonna come in on a scene at some point where Lord men are waterboarding genuine.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this game anymore.
7: You did this to him. <laughs> you invoked his name. I just
8: wanted a beer. <laughs>
7: These spells aren't to be fucked with.
3: <laughs> Decorative Cabbage ends up making an elaborate and surprisingly delicious breakfast for everybody. Quite a spread. Everybody gets food except for Greml Stonebreaker, who's uh, steering the ship and can't come down. Uh, is uh, TV
5: who is watching Greml, uh,
3: so he can, she can study
5: how to fly
3: the ship. Has Gertrude poured herself a drink of any kind? Gertrude. There is a bar next to the galley.
4: I will say Gertrude goes for a uh, 8 o'clock Bloody Mary.
0: I like it. Uh, a- Kevin is like softly pawing at it towards the edge of the table as, as
3: cats <laughs>
1: do
3: <laughs> until it falls off.
1: Uh, you gonna do something
4: about that? Yeah, Gertrude's gonna pull your tail. You just go now. Oh.
3: Good luck. I- so, you guys hear over the intercom Greml Stonebreaker, your first mate, saying, <laughs> Have you given any thought to what you'd be calling this band of adventures?
0: Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin stands up dramatically.
3: Yes. We
0: are the six strangers who came together through chance take down a festival. On an island that was taking advantage of people. See, you know, now that's catchy. Can you repeat up, that? I'm, I'm still writing it down. It's a bit wordy. <laughs> and end up with an airship of our own. To continue a... our adventures.
3: <laughs> continue adventures. It's an
1: acronym.
8: Yeah.
3: <laughs> All right, if anybody, if there's nobody else, then I suppose I'll just transcribe that on the side of the boat.
1: Yeah, sounds good to me. Is Wu Tang Clan taken? <laughs> oh, Wu Tang Clan.
3: Wu Tang Clan? <laughs> Heavy with the cowpods, I've known you a short time. <laughs> and Wu Tang, ah, yes, a name from the mysterious and far east. Yes, something, something mysterious like Wu Tang had. I like that. Oh, anything else? Um, what, what are we tr- trying trying to
6: do as a group to begin with? Um, that could uh, lend us some information on how did it decide a name? What about
4: whiskey business? <laughs>
6: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. That, you didn't answer my question at all. You just whatever. Okay. You fixed them. How'd you do that? Yes, it was so ridiculous. You fixed them. Yes, yeah, sometimes when I get mad, I stop stuttering because it's just ridiculous. And I fuck. All right, so whiskey business. I'm what I'm hearing so far. Uh, almost anything would be better than that. <laughs> it doesn't mean a damn Run the thing. Jowls. <laughs> <Run> the jowl.
3: From the jowl. Uh, You did actually say the Terribles. uh, I think that was a terrible.
2: Terrible Six.
3: That's like
1: a. That's just like a bad Adam Sandler movie. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Or an Adam Sandler movie. Or an Adam Sandler. I
2: like. I like Terrible.
1: The Recidivist Dicks That's the Adam Sandler movie, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Pearl Jam two, Uh,
3: (laughs) ah, Pearl Jam two. (laughs) This time is personal. Slayer of clams. (laughs) I understand.
0: (laughs) Electric Boogaloo.
6: Lost souls. Um, anything that is uh, uh, mysterious would be
0: be good. Just any any kind of what. uh, Any other votes for the six people who came together (laughs) as friends through sheer chance. And join forces to take down a festival on an island.
3: All right, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going to so. give you a tentative ins- one point of inspiration because I think I, I don't know until I'm going to go and edit it. But I think you just repeated it; had it, it's line for line. So go ahead and give yourself one point of inspiration. That means you <laughs> can add a one d six to any roll that you want. What impress me and that's what the fuck happens. What <laughs>
4: I'm gonna work harder on my
8: puns. <laughs>
3: yeah. No direction. direction. I don't I'm I I I'm glad that like the punishers or something wasn't said or I like it.
1: I'm glad
3: it's over. It's over, it's over. I'm sorry, I just hear <laughs> oh. the, the terribles. You know what <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna go and write the terribles on the side of your, of your goddamn ship and tell Tell you're telling me to paint something else there, okay?
4: What about Gertrude's dudes? <laughs> I, I, I
6: want to put a pass. <laughs> I I, you know,
7: soft pass. Soft yeah. pass.
6: Yeah. Hey, absolutely,
3: there's no question that. That's terrible. terrible. <laughs> Gertrude's dudes, I, I kind of like.
8: Yeah, yeah Just, I, I do yeah, kind of like
3: it. Gertrude's dudes. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you guys decide but I, I will say that if Gertrude wants to try to seduce Scrumble or something to, to try to get Gertrude's dudes put on the side alright so first point of order the terror moves that's what I'm putting on the side of the ship next point of order is that uh, we got to about 15 minutes till we be making dock at Crow's Point we're going to be touching and going pretty quick because we don't know how long we have Lord Privilegington's men be coming about.
1: Well, before we uh, do that, um, I brought you these little mini waffles from downstairs, Grimmel. And, uh, Tifi, here's a little uh, breakfast for you. Oh,
3: thank you. I'm, I'm all... I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, Grimmel quickly just grabs the ones. Grabs the ones that you held out to him, because he's been starving. Mm-hmm. But grabs the ones that were held out for tea. Well, if you don't be wanting it, I'll be taking it. He just crams it to his mouth. Thank you so very much, Mr. Chud. Uh, you're you're a, a right classy gentleman.
6: Uh, you're welcome. So, um, uh, what 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 do we need to stop at Cross
3: Point for again? If you haven't noticed, I've been kind of guiding you on this adventure. Uh, you guys haven't been asking old Greml a lot of questions. Ah, of damn questions. it, Greml! someone's dad. Whose dad are you, Greml?
7: Ah, oh, he's Teefe's dad, aren't you? Well, back
3: in me old Adbar days. Ah,
7: man, we should have seen this coming. We trust
3: you like our lift driver,
7: Greml. Back in me old
3: Adbar days, I was looked at as one of the more fatherly figures in the Dwarven citadels. Do hey, you really want sandwiches
6: um, for the road? I, I didn't ask about you. I asked why we need to
3: stop here. It does doesn't seem uh, prudent. We should be, get further away. i girl needs oh, deodorant. Please do tell. <laughs> <laughs> because none of you knows the lay of the land that well, and I'm going to introduce you to somebody who I think could help you out in your adventures. Oh, very okay. good. That's a good reason. Thank you. Greml knows a lot more than he's letting on, so if any of you ever want to ask Greml any questions, you know, anything about him, he has a backstory as well, if, if you guys are ever curious. Sounds great for you, man. Sounds great. <laughs> so, uh, do we have any more of those waffles?
2: Yeah. i run down
7: I got like a, a second. Time. Yeah, I got like a second hankering. Maybe yeah, it's all that I mean, white powder so that I. I take a few more.
6: If yeah. that's... I do have a, a lot of questions, Grimble. But uh, uh, I'm sorry, but you were you were on the, the the bottom of my list of people to ask questions of. Um the uh, uh, fuck you
7: then? <laughs> I knew this creep had a list. He just called you a bottom.
6: <laughs> That's I, I, one. Um, <laughs> G- G- Gertrude, I, I know very little of, and, and uh, as well as uh, Ke- Kevin and Lothario. And, um, well, shit, even, even my long-term companion doesn't tell me much, so I have so many questions, and you, least of all. But
2: someday, I will ask questions. Yes. Kevin, you hear what he just said to that guy? That's hilarious.
3: <laughs> as you guys are talking, the airship is is preparing to dock at the uh, Crows Point Dock. Do the job,
2: Grumble.
3: I know. I was born under the sea. I, like I said, interesting backstory. Just waiting, to, wait to tell it. <laughs> <laughs> pulls up the pleasure yacht onto the. Do you need me top. to
1: get out and help you parallel park, Grumble? Uh, is anybody? Uh, oh no, I got this. I got to be sea legs. Thank you very much. All right. I just know you don't have one of them rear view uh, cameras on this bad boy. I have somebody backing me up, and it's my
3: lady, the sea. She tells me where I need to go. You're a confusing man. I, I be a confused man <laughs> Is there anybody out in the dock Watching, uh, watching where the ship's, ships going Okay um, What you guys see as you approach the dock Is a uh, portly elvish gentleman Joe would you like to describe what they see uh, You see a, a
9: portly elvish gentleman Uh, He's dressed in a green top hat with a purple ribbon around the top, a green suit. Oh, we gotta get his lucky charms. (laughs) 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 He's got a purple vest on underneath, and next to him is a uh, small kinku, who's uh, black in color.
3: As the airship pulls up to the dock, an automatic rope bridge extends to the dock by magical means. This figure is waiting for you at the bottom of the rope bridge. Before I I read the
5: situation and ask uh, Gremel, like, do, do, do you know this one? Is, is this who you're speaking of? Uh, Greville works past you,
3: carrying a uh, load of supplies that he's taken in, and he says, Aye, you'll be one to hear what that one has to say. And Greville walks past you, walks past the uh, elvish figure, gives him a respectful nod, and keeps going.
2: Watch this, i got a great way to introduce yourself. Howdy!
3: <laughs> uh, um,
7: at this point, Lothario, he's lagging behind everyone, and he's uh, he's trying to gum the last of the bag. <laughs> uh, that he found and he tried so hard just gum to come the last with a little white mysterious powder <laughs> and he's just completely out at this point
3: I do want to stress for later in case anybody in this room wants to do anything with it you do have five bags of patent on your person that might come in handy alright so you got a howdy
9: well 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 my little friend how are you today don't you look all dressed all fine in tip top shape
3: yep <laughs> <laughs> the little punk says how are you and
9: the rest of the heroes of the flame festival we're,
2: we're Star. stars
9: I can tell that I've heard only great news coming from that Flame Festival. How you took Lord Privileged to down. I was very impressed, very impressed indeed.
1: I got stabbed in the stomach.
9: Less impressive, but
1: how was everyone else? Pretty good. I turned into a cow and got thrown down a flight of stairs. But then I raved all night and did a bunch of Molly. It was a pretty good turn of
7: events.
6: I have a headache.
1: I don't like people, especially large groups of
7: them. I had a blast, and you know what, dude? I gotta say, I love your energy. I love your speed. I want to know. I want to know more. I want to know what you're about.
0: I'm gonna whisper to Lothario so they can't hear me. Do you think he has a pot of gold?
7: He's got a pot of something, and I'm gonna get it. Let me tell (laughs) you. (laughs) But I didn't whisper that.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Well, since you all are so polite, I'm Mr. Dandy, and I own this candy shop down the corridor, Mr. Dandy's Candy. I'm in need of your assistance from you heroes here to hopefully take down Mr. Privilegerton, or Lord Privilegerton, as he likes to be called. Hopefully, also, rescue my canary factory back. That would be a great help.
3: You say canary factory.
9: Candy, canary, whatever you like, I can make a candy of that flavor for you.
3: He produces a piece of candy that looks like a peep. Um, Is that bird dead? No, it's (laughs) it's a marshmallow. It's used with uh,
9: Uh, arcane powers, though. Here uh, I have it. Yes, of course. Any candy for for people willing to help me. Uh, You're paying us in candy? I I did not say that, but I can certainly pay you in candy. It's got some arcane properties itself. uh, Well...
7: I'm going to kill a man. All right, I see what he's saying. No, guys, he means candy. Yes. Well, you're yes, pay
3: yes,
8: candy. Us, if you're going to pay <laughs> us in
4: candy, I want a sugar daddy.
3: Mm. Do you make any sexual advances aside from your words?
7: Does your, your body language? Nope, that's it. <laughs> it's incredible how all her sexual advances set women back.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh technically we're already set back by this era of our world so in reality i'm actually moving us forward i
7: don't think we we established that women are set back in this fantasy world i think you just were like "Nah." well uh i i volunteer to help
1: them i got nothing better to do so <laughs> you're <laughs> so, so I, easy
7: flowing i i got i yeah
1: i, I love could, it. i could use some candy and uh i'm here to help what is it you would like us to do
9: well, you see, Lord Bridgeton, this used to be actually my town before he and his father came and took it over for him. I was a peaceful companion to all the Kinkus, actually gave them a, a source of employment here. A way to run their society without being completely savage and living off the land and killing everybody around them. I gave them a job at my, my candy factory. They worked for me, and I worked for them, and we was a peaceful union.
3: They're like wow. your, uh, Oompa Loompas, then, huh? One of the little Kinkus next to... Mr. Dandy pulls his coat Tell him about our singing numbers boss Oh no, oh That's no yeah.
9: They are, they are excellent, <laughs> excellent musicians and can hum quite a tune
2: these guys sound marginalized. <laughs> <laughs> What's that
9: word mean? <laughs> no, no, fair pay, fair pay. They do get all the candy that they want. <laughs> I, don't know, I love candy. <laughs>
0: we have killed several Kenku. Will that be a problem?
9: As long as there's no further killing of Kenku. Some of these Kenku have gone off and done their own sort of crime spree. I'm trying to eliminate that crime spree from happening. Bring them back into the fold of being good, honest citizens of this community.
4: So are you asking us to come with you... To a world of pure imagination. And we'll take a look. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll see explanations.
9: I'm not a master of these magical songs like my Kinku pals are, but yes, I would like you to go to this candy factory and assist me in taking it back from Lord Privijin. The Kenku
3: pulls on the jacket. Please help us. There wasn't Kenku pirates before. Mr. Dandy's always been good to us, always been good. It wasn't until Lord Privijin came that a couple was left to go forth to become pirates. And not only really that, but he's turned half the candy factory into a vape pen factory. <laughs> and he cries into uh, Mr. Danny's jacket.
9: Here, little oh, one, come, come towards me, little one. I need you.
3: His tears are sugar water. <laughs> <laughs> and then he collects them to flavor the vape. Yeah. Turns more out they're supposed
0: water. to be eating protein. We're gonna need about my five more seconds of silence to just be super embarrassed at Gertrude's <laughs> bad attempt at Willy Wonka. <laughs>
4: <Jones>. We're <laughs> just, just glaring at her. I would for a just moment. like to clarify.
7: <laughs> you know, do it after the show. <laughs>
4: I've only been getting three hours of sleep for the last week. So
7: yeah, I'm not gonna give her shit for not doing a pun. So to be fair, though, to Gert- me, it's progress. So You're like living
0: Gertrude's life right now.
3: I am. Gertrude's an elf, it only requires four hours of sleep. So. You're missing one hour of sleep.
4: No, I'm <laughs> very sleep deprived because I'm not getting the meth I need to balance out the difference.
7: You can't do it getting you? you know? Yeah. It
4: just doesn't hit the spot.
7: And I don't share my that's white a, bags.
4: That's a
6: downer. <laughs> All right, so um he, he took over the candy factory to make c- can- candy flavored
7: uh, vape pens. Makes sense, yes? Let's call it what it is, a candy plantation. <laughs> <laughs>
9: That's that's very demeaning. That's not not what it is at all. Well so it sounds it's, like, buddy, it's a glorious place for all my kinku friends to live and work.
3: He provides socialized education and medicine for all the kinkus in the village.
9: That one's institutionalized.
3: He's the only company that has a carbon neutral footprint in all the kingdom.
7: Hold up, really? <laughs> he I pays think it. Like actually peaked. He pays,
3: he pays it above market wage. Oh, he actually.
7: He actually pays
3: you? Yes, if I were walking in Ravensport and their candy factory, I'd be earning half that much. Mr. No, Slugworth's candy
1: factory is terrible. <laughs>
7: <laughs> you know, I, I owe you an apology, man. I'm just cranky. I partied out last night.
9: Yes, you all seem a bit bit haggard, a bit under the weather. Uh, here, take these candies. They'll help recover you and get rid of this hangover. Ooh. He passes out a candy to each member of the
7: party. I definitely DVD take that. Candy
5: he just looks at it and doesn't take it. Mithario crushes it up. <laughs> uh,
3: TP, do an Arcana check on the candy. Chud, do an Arcana <laughs> check on the candy. <laughs> Arcana, eight plus eight, sixteen.
7: What is an Arcana check for those it of us in the so group?
3: Arcana check well, means no expertise magic on magic.
7: So try uh, to see if there's like some some, okay, so some
3: I'm imbued like magic little in little that. Magic. Because he did say it was arcane candy earlier.
7: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got a 19
3: on that arcane. Okay, uh, Mr. Dandy, these are your magic candies. Would you care to uh, describe what you've given out?
9: These are little white gumballs, essentially, that I gave each one. It's just to cure their hangover. That's all these candies are for. But I do have other candies, should they inquire. Nice.
8: Wow.
2: Should you inquire? Interesting. Do you have candies that will bring you up to full health?
9: And unfortunately, no, I do not have that. I have some that will make you more proficient at attacks, some that will make you more proficient at ability checks. Uh, should you try to persuade people, or attack people, or I'll do acrobatic things?
4: Do you have something for the art of seduction?
9: Yes, that would be my charisma based candy that, that I think you would in- thoroughly enjoy. She's good on I'll that. take it. Damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I said, I'll give you each one of these types of candy. The first taste is obviously free, but then we will start paying for candy after that. Or we can work out in a contract negotiation you for recovering like my, my factory.
2: This, this sounds like the business model that would get a bunch of birds to be your slaves.
9: you using that word slave again. I, I, want to stress, I want to stress that they are not slaves. They are paid equal and fair wage.
3: What slave mean, boss? <laughs>
9: it, it, it means nothing. They're derogatory terms. These people are being mean.
6: I'll look it up later. Like oh, yeah. oh,
9: you cannot read. Stop.
6: Oh.
9: <laughs> <gasps>
1: Because, um, you don't so let I, him read. What
6: is your name again? I, I did not pay attention the first time.
9: My name is Mr. Dandy. Mr. Dandy. Of this, Mr. Dandy's, dandy's and Candy. candy.
0: <laughs> so what shifts will we be working, and what's the break situation? <laughs>
9: <laughs>
1: nope. Where do I learn to sing? <laughs> This is going to be like a Jersey Shore t-shirt operation kind of situation.
4: Can I eat anything in the factory? Do
9: you still want more
1: questions? <laughs> uh,
9: These are all, all great questions, all kind of out of left field here, but uh, I recommend not eating too much candy. It can have bad side effects. Uh, it is arcane-based in nature, and if you eat too much at a time, it will have some negative, negative, negative consequences.
3: And we do have a table that outlines uh, the negative consequences. Okay. So, so, so can I just, can just go, go out
2: of you. curiosity? Let me get one of those attack ones. My attacks lately have not been great. Um, uh, Wait
9: until combat. Yes, these are portable candies. They can be eaten at any portable time.
5: Portable candies. <laughs> like, what what they don't,
9: innovation. They melt in your mouth, not yeah. in your hand. Now, Back <laughs> in our
7: grandparents' days, the candies used to be a lot bigger and a lot the more. Desktop
3: different. candies as opposed to laptop oh, yeah. candies. They used to one be the size of
7: a room. Of a room. <laughs> yeah, they had these punch cards. They had to uh, um, stick um, them in to get the candy to
9: work. Uh, here's this first one for free. It'll give you advantage on your next three attacks. Well if anyone would you like to partake in my candies do mind the dangers, but I would love to to give you guys uh, seven, some candies right now.
3: Oh. Hangover one.
9: I've already given you all the hangover ones. Kevin uh, just he... had
3: his hangover one. What are the, what would he be feeling on this hangover one? Does it simulate a full rest? It Long... d-
9: does simulate a full rest for this one.
3: I feel like I've had a full rest. <laughs> <laughs> I take <laughs> you want breakfast. You, guys,
9: uh, you can all party all night with these candies and not even sleep and have this and feel like you you're taking your full eight hour rest.
1: I tried to take a fistful of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: well, you only you were only given one. I'll just uh, pocket that one for later. Okay, gotcha. I'm just gonna hold on to that. Uh, you do notice that the bags under Kevin's eyes are gone. I do cats show bags? you uh, <laughs> dick right now. <laughs> just cat bags. And a lot of his bitchiness, his morning bitchiness, is gone as well. Not all of it, it's but just his regular bitchiness. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, uh, my vote is uh, I could use a little bit of sugar and uh, candy, and uh, I say we help this uh, feller out. Very, very well. Um, do, do, do we have any other goals as a group,
6: or? Yeah, um, we're still on an airship. you have one.
9: Let your goals be to take down Lord Plurigenten.
6: Yes, that's uh yeah. Any other goals. I, I know I have my own um, things that I would like to do as an adventurer. We've just met each
0: other, and we keep getting pushed on down towards other things goals of other people and Kevin steps and I, forward I just, we are the strangers who came together through random chance <laughs> and we're united to take down a festival <laughs> that was put on
3: <laughs> no interruptions. and like Kevin Kevin, went on. To, Kevin goes on to flawlessly recite the, the <laughs> name almost like an autistic person he was getting longer and then he goes to so met a meta guy in a green hat at the
1: end of the title I'll, it's I'll like and I nailed it and I get another point of inspiration because <laughs> I said it right okay. again <laughs> you don't get inspiration for sequels <laughs> yeah.
0: Why? Well, I, I think I asked him what he wants us to do but he never answered so anyone's going he wants, <laughs> he wants
2: us to take down...
0: But, like, what are we... Are we supposed to... I, we I would... Somebody?
2: We're <laughs> rescuing his candy factory.
9: So, right now, you have all the guards have gone to the Flame Festival, so this factory is relatively unguarded. I'm expecting still there to be quite some guards there, but majority of the forces are out trying to do whatever they're doing at the Flame Festival, kill you, vis-a-vis... How far is the Eliminate the problem. How far is the factory? It's about a half day's ride in the airship uh, on the other side of the, right outside the town. Okay.
2: Um, then, uh... What do you think you want to take over a candy factory? Sure,
6: sure that's that's fine. I guess we, we'll just
0: Keep going
3: along and get to know each other slowly. Kevin it? steps forward. And my hammer. <laughs> I love this guy. Bam. <laughs> By the way, it's right, uh, a sandwich. Alright, Greml. He opens up. Hey, a long rest. It's, it's every long rest. <laughs> every long rest. Half <laughs> 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 a day's rest. That means I'll have a sandwich when I get there. Well, what type of I sandwich is it? it? Yeah, uh, just Raymond, sure. <laughs> it's called Bam. Bam. Right about then, Greml Stonesbreaker comes back to the ship with a bunch of supplies. Are we ready to be leaving yet? Mr. Dandy, were you able to convince them to help you? Mr. Dandy's a very powerful man. It's a very good thing to get uh, favors from powerful people. Like he's a good puncher? You mean powerful? A <laughs> uh, little Kenku next to him, kind of.
1: Like, <laughs> <"Fledges." "Fledges." laughs> <laughs> <"Fledges."> <laughs> Do we need
0: to fill out a W-2 for this? <laughs>
7: Do contractors get that, or do we... <laughs> it's 99 That's what I thought. In the back of my head, you know, it felt right, but... Um, are we getting paid more than $500
3: for this? Did you offer to pay up in candy, Mr. Dandy?
9: I have offered several pieces of candy, uh, but uh, gold can be part of the deal as well. I just need to know what you guys charge for, what's a fair rate for you guys.
2: Let me ask you a question. Do you have any sandwich flavor candy?
9: By God, I do.
7: Oh, <laughs> dang. Hey,
2: guys, quick huddle. <laughs>
7: <laughs> quack, 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 well, quack. I'm the only one that does this every time we huddle.
3: (laughs) Come on, ducks fly together, guys.
7: Yeah.
6: (laughs) Sorry, let's just get on the airship and get headed there, because we are on a timetable, and we can discuss the terms on route. Yeah, we'll, uh...
1: Ah. We'll invoice you later. (laughs) I I will
9: actually be accompanying you on the airship. I cannot accompany you to the factory. I have a terrible limp, and I am not much of a fighter, but I can do my best to help you
3: by supplying you with candy. He motions towards the cane he's leaning on. Mm -hmm. Why don't
5: you have a candy that fixes
7: your limp? I'm doing. I'm going to do an uh, insight check to see if he is telling me ah. <laughs> about that. Jesus Christ! Ah, you meant powerful, Two. like he has money. Uh, TV plus, with,
3: with, the, with the role uh, of with six. the role of the role of eight. You attempt to look at Mr. Dandy. Uh, you've read a lot of books on how to interpret human facial expressions and tell about lying, but at this point, oh, your knowledge is still academic. You have very little real world experience you actually think Mr. Dandy has to use the restroom. Because he actually also does. (laughs) 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 tell me, Mr. Dandy.
9: (laughs) I would like us all to get on the ship, please. I believe they will be returning soon to the factory, so Uh, we can get this voyage uh, underway. uh,
3: If we want us to be getting out of here uh, before Lord Privilegington ships come in undetected, then we best be leaving soon. All right, let's do it. I'll
0: pull Dandy aside. It's okay to have more than three ounces of liquid on this ship. Gremlin's been very nice to us. <laughs> what,
9: what a gracious man. What a gracious, gracious man. How much candy do you have on you, Brandy? <laughs> Mr. Dandy, sir. Mr.
0: Dandy
3: and I have. Brandy, Dandy? The ship's taking off as you guys are having fun. <laughs> okay.
9: I have several pieces of candy on me. Would you like to try one of my sandwich flavored candies, sir? Yeah, yeah. You got pastrami? I do have one pastrami on me. Here you go. Well,
2: look, uh, looks in eye. Who's going to eat the candy? Yeah.
3: As he. <laughs> as Decorative Cabbage bites into this candy, an explosion of flavor so he can taste the He can taste the Swiss. He can taste the pastrami. He can taste the rye. It's all there in layers of flavor. Can he taste my people?
1: (laughs) Can he taste my tears? (laughs) Taste my anger. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any gnome-flavored candies?
9: Unfortunately, my candies are only taste uh, flavored with animal flavors not not human or humanoid type
3: that's all right i'm sure they taste like shit <laughs> <laughs> in your first episode Chud, you mm. did establish that you either worked for or knew people in the milk industry i assume that milk is bottled somewhat locally have you heard of mr dandy's candy
1: no, I haven't heard of him. I'm That's only, their marketing problem. I'm only privy yeah. to the missing people on the milk cartons, really. <laughs> gotcha. Other
3: than that, I, I don't, I'm not really I sure. should make lactose, not sucrose. I got you. Mm-hmm. That's a chemistry What <laughs> What's up, nerds? Listen to this she show. Yeah. I <laughs> Does anyone want to get drunk on the airship before we attack this castle? <laughs> now you are able to drink on this the ship. I'm going to make you roll to see if you're drunk. It, right. it will have a negative effect on your attack rolls. I
2: want
3: to I want to roll the dice on that. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so while we'll every all right, so the, the ship is flying about the two hours. Or an hour and a half to Mr. Dandy's factory. Gremmel Stonebreaker knows where this is. Well, um, decorative cabbage. We're gonna do two rolls. Nine is for how much you drink. Okay, so we're gonna say that you just drank a moderate amount, but you are a gnome and you are small. So give me one more roll. We're gonna see how you, how well you handle it. Nineteen. Nineteen. You handle like a pro. Can Constru- no, hardly no. tell he's drunk. You know it, dude, all night, all day, all day, bam. So Decorative Cabbage is okay. this little homeless yep. gnome who reeks of booze, but surprisingly, it uh, doesn't seem that affected by it. it seems like a natural state. Uh, is there anybody else doing anything on the ship? I want to have a, like, a drink and start a conversation with Mr. Dandy. I want to talk to Dandy, too.
7: TV, um, uh goes off to
5: this side and uh, casts a spell to, uh, it's a uh, one minute casting time, so it takes a minute to uh, gather information on whether or not it's a good idea to um, ally with Mr. Dandy or not. Well, it's called augury and I... Uh, Isn't that the school in Harry Potter? I don't know <laughs> about Harry Potter. Sorry, nerds. I am not one of you, I guess. Uh, yeah, sorry. This is a cool... This is a <laughs> this is a how-to-get-laid <laughs> podcast. Someone to leave? <laughs> so what I do is I take... Uh, it can be, like, dragon bones or fancy sticks or ornate playing cards. Uh, for Tiffy, he uses um, some of his tinker tools and, like, casts... The them forward and like reads the uh, how they fall and um, you were commuting with Agma. Yep, commuting with Agma to uh, get a response from the DM uh, wheel for good results, woe for bad results, wheel and woe for both good and bad results, nothing
3: for results that aren't
5: especially good or
3: bad. Tifi takes his tools. Uh, Tifi goes to a corner and takes his tools. Yeah, it does. looks it looks like he's yeah. just casting them aside, but there actually is a method to it. He is doing a ritual to the god of knowledge, Ogma, who is his patron deity, uh, and he's concentrating. And while it would look like these... Pieces are randomly falling. Uh, to any practitioner of Agma, would know that these are conveying a message. And what the and uh, what Agma is telling you through the way these pieces are landing is that uh, you can trust Mr. Dandy. So, now ask him about his labor practices. <laughs>
4: so Gertrude's on the ship, and she'd taken the anti-hangover pill, or candy, and she's realizing that after years of being trailer trash and drinking moonshine and doing everything under the sun, that this is the first time she's been able to remember in a very long time that she's not in a cloud or a haze. It is actually so. The ship
0: goes into a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: she's taking this moment to sit outside like... Like, if this was the show Interventions, she's having that moment where she's looking outside like, maybe there's more to life, and enjoying sobriety for the last I like that.
7: Voice. She's got, like, a British more accent. To
8: life. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Perhaps I've been wasting it.
3: <laughs> maybe
4: it isn't all moonshine and meth.
3: That is now Canada. That is her voice. Uh, if she stops smoking for 12 minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay, anybody else? You said you want to talk to Mr. Dandy? Mm. Yeah, we,
7: we both want to talk to Mr. Dandy. And do I roll...
3: Two, Cause Cause at, well, you made you a room for a drink because I was—I thought we were.
7: You asked who drank, so I was like, oh, "I'll grab a beer and okay, talk to so the guy." So
3: are you like he's drinking to get fucked up? Or are you just having a beer? I'm or?
7: trying not to get fucked up, but clearly my addiction issues have been uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, coming up. Uh, yeah.
3: right, well, I'll, I'll tell you what—we're uh, going to do one addiction check. We're going to uh, uh, add your uh, I got a one.
8: <laughs> a one. Oh, slip. <laughs> okay. So
3: yeah. Um, you, I got a three
7: total. You so. you walk
3: over, expecting a uh, just expecting to open a beer, but you walk over to the bar and all of a sudden you turn into Tom Cruise from Cocktail. You want flipping drinks, like oh man, what do I want? I can't stop, I can't stop, I can't <laughs> stop. <laughs> all right, so so uh, give me another one, other roll, and this is going to be uh, uh, how well you can take your booze. So, all right, all this right, is cool. going to be a Constitution jack.
7: Hey, Mister Dandy, I'm whipping some up. What do you want? Seventeen and Constitution, you said. A
3: one though, let's see. I'm going to say you're 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 buzzed. Maybe the alcohol just hasn't hit you yet, but you're buzzed since you rolled right. a, a, a one before. Feeling good, all right. But you <laughs> certainly drank a yeah. lot. It's alarming to everybody in the room.
7: Did I ever get the... Uh, I, You know what? I crushed it up, but everyone started talking. I don't know if I did my candy. I
3: believe the only people who ate theirs were no. Kevin... Sarah Lee, and Dan. <laughs> I'm honestly
7: surprised that Gertrude didn't ask
3: about a morning after candy. <laughs> you can ask Mr. Davy.
4: You, you really think with all the cigarettes she smokes, there's even a chance <laughs> a life could form in here? She
3: is infertile. <laughs> Life finds a way.
7: If you guys have questions, ask them. Hey, uh, uh, Dandy, can I, can I talk to you real quick? Just got a quick question.
9: Of course, my handsome friend. How are you?
7: Oh, awesome. Yeah, I knew re- Game recognized Game. <laughs> um, so, Jesus. I need to know, uh, and it's fine if you don't want to tell me, but uh, who's your supplier? You know what I mean?
9: Supplier of candy—that's me. I'm my own. Supplier sure, sure, sure. Like,
7: but I mean, like, who's your supply for the for the good stuff? You, you know what I'm talking about, right?
9: Right. You the, the milk-based uh, candies that I have, oh, yes. sure,
7: sure. You wink, the wink, milk choc- and nudge, nudge. I got, I got, I got, I got, got you. Milk-based.
9: <laughs> yes, we have plenty of milk chocolates that we created at the factory. I have plenty of those. They do tend to melt kind of quick, what? though. So they're back at the, at my shop.
7: Wait, you're, you its legitly just candy.
9: It—it's it's, legit it's just, arcane candy factory. It's, it's high in. Oh candy.
7: my god! Is my face red? Is my face red? Because I thought we were talking about something else. But uh, I, I
9: have no I, idea what you're talking. <laughs> <about>. <laughs>
7: uh, you know, uh, you got me thinking. Um, you said you have a milk supplier, right? And Mr. Mr. Cow dude over here, doesn't his family supply milk around like the country? Chud. Yeah, Chud. Don't. Is there? Isn't there a way we could possibly? Use those connections to maybe get into the facility?
9: We do have milk deliveries regularly. I, I know it's half fate factory now, so I don't know how often they're doing the milk,
5: fa- uh, the milk, uh...
9: Shipments, but uh, I do. I have heard that my candies have been transformed into these new different drugs. Uh, I believe Molly,
7: they oh, were calling shit. it. Yeah, there's drugs. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, we're doing you know, this. What was we're doing doing this. Yeah, <laughs> we're going for it. Yeah. So, we're gonna try
3: to sneak in. You know, I was thinking we could sneak in, but you know what? There's drugs in there. Let's just go. Let's just go. Blazing. That's <laughs> I mean. uh, Greml comes over the intercom. We have a few minutes for landing. We're just gonna come up and park in the harbor. For all they know, Lord tend himself will be coming. Oh.
2: All right. what's, what's our plan of attack? Are we sneaking in or are we...
1: guess
7: we don't need to. I was overthinking it.
1: <laughs> well, they're saying, you just said they're expecting Lord Privilegington at this factory. Do you want to disguise yourself and go back I the I will say town?
3: that from the outside, I can tell that there doesn't seem to be much of a military presence coming around. Uh, maybe maybe it'll be easier than you, we think to clear this place out. You
1: guys want to just fight your way in through the front or do you want to sneak, oh, yeah. sneak in like we're bringing a milk delivery?
0: If it's a fight they want, we shall have
1: one. <laughs> let's just do a fight. I've been overthinking it. Let's just fight.
0: Okay.
4: Maybe there's well, more to really life than fighting. <laughs>
5: yeah, uh, who said that? Why yeah, do you I'm
3: all over. feel this I need
4: to the hurt others? <laughs> I, I Why can't like we just <laughs> get along?
3: Gertrude says as she lights up a cigarette. <laughs> 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 Mr. Leprechaun, do you have any alcohol-based candy?
4: Fuck it, I say let's fight them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Greville, not attempting any stealth, uh, lands the airship in, at the dock in the harbor. Uh, The automatic bridge goes out. You guys said you aren't going to do anything stealthy. So you guys uh, just walk up, see the gate. As you come upon this marvelous gate, it says, Dandy Candy across the gate. The gate seems to open in anticipation of your arrival. uh, Right as you walk up, and a little recording says... Welcome to Dandy's Candy Factory, the happiest place in all the land. Let's go. <laughs> this
4: feels like a rip-off of something yeah. else.
3: Uh, as, as you look, you see uh, you see Kenku uh, uh, dressed in fun, colorful outfits, quote <laughs> fun, <laughs> doing a variety of things from uh, uh, maintenance to to uh, to a couple of them are working on some electronic Kenku. Robot, perhaps, Kenku. Right? Yeah.
1: doo <laughs> I've got enough there
3: can you would you like to describe your uh, domicile mr dandy
9: the factory is just all different colors there's different candies poking out from the ground they're not real candies but just wooden figurines of candy it's like a golden pathway that winds around to the, the front door of uh, the main factory and as you guys are approaching you hear candy uh, mr dandy yell from behind you guys good luck try not to burn down the place please come back and you'll have fine rewards from me I will send my greatest warrior to accompany you.
2: He's a wig on on TV. I bet you he steals the ship.
9: Uh, we, we didn't go over terms, but how
6: uh, about at least 5,000 gold and we'll negotiate otherwise. Done. Done deal. Uh, we will definitely
9: be negotiating. Have fun. Come back soon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, Mr. Dandy, turns around with his cane and, and uh, walks oh. with a limp, hobbles away. You guys continue up the path guys see uh, clearly uh, a lot of effort was put into this place making it seem like a magical kingdom of candy Mm. and finally you guys uh, arrive at the door you guys want to do anything special yeah kick it in yeah I want to hit it with my hammer (laughs) all right Uh, give me an attack roll Against yes, the door? <laughs> it's gonna be a low DC. We're gonna see how how well you see. okay, excellent. I'll say with the, so with the roll of a seventeen, you'll easily are able to make contact with this door and with your strength. Door goes flying open. Inside it must be the downtime at the factory because all the lights are off.
7: I'm glad you yeah. said that. I imagine like two crushed Kenku on the other
6: side. <laughs> 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 I was about to get it for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just dump those in the
6: trash can. <laughs> hey, wait, oh ex- excuse me. Um any any planning, please? Um are you? Are you, Are you good with traps? Should, should we check for traps? Can we?
5: No, I think we're good,
7: man. No, everything looks fine. I'm feeling good about this one.
3: Uh, a TV stands back and does not follow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so everybody walks through the door, right? Except for well, and I do for sure. Mm-hmm.
7: I feel confident when I have him swinging his hammer. I, I Although, stand, point of order, I, I don't, don't know good. exactly what we're doing here. We're just trying to control it, but there's not a lot of military
3: presence. Okay. Well, you guys know that you guys were sent here to clear out uh, uh, Lord Privilege's forces, but uh, it doesn't look like there's anything here. Okay, feels like a trap to him. To him, yeah. right. feels like a Who trap. Who goes, goes in? Uh, I'm in. You're right. I'm, I'm asking. Yeah. I'm asking people questions. We go in. Okay. I go ahead. Hesitant. All right. So I, everybody I goes grab in. Grab cabbage and I stay back. TV and cabbage, stay back. Uh, as everybody else goes in, immediately after you go in, the doors that you walk in slam shut, and big arcane locks engage. Um, there are several lights blinding you from all over the factory. Uh, pointing at you, you hear a voice over an intercom and says, Freeze, Panda Man! Don't move! You're the Panda Man! Who the hell are you? Wait a second, you're those guys who ruined the Flame Festival! Stay where you are! We have soldiers with crossbows from all angles, there's no escape! Go ahead and lay down on your knees! These lights are blinding you, and, and you can't see where you're going to attack. The,
2: not being able to hear the stuff, but only seeing the lights and all the stuff go off. Can they hear it or no?
3: They could probably hear screaming on the other yeah, end of the... Said, th- wow, Time about who's screaming? The guy over the... Uh, yeah. oh, right. Who just
2: gave
6: the speech. I turned to the TV said, man,
3: we just missed a hell of a party again. Nope, I, I was correct. That was
6: definitely a trap. <laughs> uh, so, should we leave them and go do our own thing again? Because this has been terrible with them. This has been a
3: terrible adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Now, guys, I do warn you, trying to get out of this, there is a lot of crossbows on you right now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys start taking a knee and get down. Uh, Tentatively, each of you is kind of looking at the next at what to do. As you look around the room, it's very difficult to see uh, from your position with the lights in your eyes. But just then, you hear a noise. (laughs) (laughs) That's of light shattering. Um, and as you look, the guards are, What the hell? What the hell's happening? Is it the panda? Is it the panda? And uh, and you look, one of the lights that shatters right next to Kevin's head, what looks like a panda ring, I guess, could be seen. Oh, uh, yeah, one of those. Just uh, made contact with one of the lights, and the panda ring has fallen next to his head. You also hear a lot of, you hear combat happening. You hear sounds of uh, punching stuff. punching and kicking. Uh, I'm sure if you could ha. see it, say, bam. We see the pow yeah. bubbles. <laughs> uh, Just then you hear from the guards, Turn the lights on! Turn the lights on! We have to fight the panda! Turn the lights on and you can see... Everybody roll for initiative. You guys turn the lights on and you can see a humanoid figure dressed as a panda kicking the shit out of these guards. You guys are able to collect yourselves now that there's been a significant enough distraction. Hey panda, do you want to describe your entrance?
9: Uh, they just see a, a blur of motion where ever they can see bouncing in between the lights before they break. For the people who can make out a glimpse of what they see, it's it's just a heavyset man with a, a bulging stomach in a panda costume seems to be kicking some ass. Heavyset to be
7: something
3: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is anorexic. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got a problem in this world. Uh, roll, roll for initiative, everybody. Seven. Ten. All right. well everybody is rolling, Tiffy and uh, Decorative Cabbage, would you mind speak? Would you mind telling everybody what you're doing outside? We're we're planning on stealing that airship. <laughs> <laughs> even a
2: note that says, bye, losers." So, yeah. um, Cabbage, that, what do you think should, should we? Since we've been hanging out with these guys, I've been stabbed in the stomach and I've lost no less than two sandwiches. We also I think we should depart. We also got some good
6: gear and um, found some comrades that could help. Well, I don't know.
3: I'm torn.
2: That sandwich candy was good. It is good. Central in conversation.
3: That's, but that's that's. Are you going in to help or not? Like kind of going. From... Yeah, I know it's hard to be motivated to help these bastards. Yeah, I know. These
2: guys
8: are
2: hard to, they're, like,
3: they're not very heroic, so it's like hard to
2: say the heroes. Did you program. not see me play the drums, dude? I was well, fucking you, on I, fire. You only keep me out of trouble.
6: Chud is um quite useful, and, and so is Lothario. And um,
4: oh. now we know where you feel about me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's cool. What about old Jelly Arm?
6: I would like to play with that some more and see if I can modify it better. Um, Thank you. That's a good reason. You can
2: just ask Lothario.
6: Fuck it. Let's try to fucking save these fuck faces.
2: So, so we're going to try to find, like, a vantage point to sneak back.
3: You guys Maybe look... <laughs> give me an investigation check, Chiefy. It's going to be your action. Ten, give me an investigation check. Uh, decorative one? cabbage. 17 plus some TV's searching around for a way to get inside the building and it's Decorative Cabbage who ends up leaning on one of those fire escape ladders that's right there that leans up to the roof maybe we could take this <laughs>
2: <laughs> while baby! Maybe we could take
3: this. Just then, uh, TV realized it would probably take him a decorative of You know what? I'm going to say you guys are incredible climbers. That'll only take you one round of combat to get to the top of the building. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, 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 so uh, don't so save so roll initiative and but save it. Okay. Uh, everybody else, give me your number. Sixteen. Sixteen for Dave. Twelve. Uh huh. I have a ten. Um, mm-hmm. Seven. Seven. I'm a I'm a sixteen. Uh, let me describe the scene right now with the lights on. All of you can see, uh, you see the enemies before you see for the Goon Squad. In fact, you guys recognize this Goon Squad as the Goon Squad who beat up the old man a few weeks ago and uh, who Chud Bingsley fooled into thinking he was Lord Privilegington. Right. You see two warforged fighters, and you also see one human warrior veteran. He's dressed in plate mail. He says something like, man, we're fighting the panda. Man, I really wish my dad, Pauly Senior, was here. He'd love to finally be the one to kill the panda. We all recoil a little bit. <laughs> 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 Dave, you are first. You see the battlefield is as such. All seven of those enemies that I've described are uh, two of them warforged have crossbows still pointed at you four of the goon squad members are engaging with the panda the veteran polly jr is keeping an eye on you guys so as you guys stand up the veteran would probably be the closest enemy to you followed by the warforged all right uh going for the veteran with the hammer polly jr sees kevin coming up you want a piece bro pulls out his long sword uh, roll your attack if uh you're doing it
7: yeah yeah if i find that
3: page again.
9: it's plus seven
7: uh, quick question: Are your blasters like? Do they start fire? Like, plus are they seven. flammable? Seventeen plus seven. Or is oh, like, is it like yeah. Cyclops, where it's like an energy beam? Yeah, it's like a it's
0: right, force so energy. Two die six plus five and savage attack. I can if I don't like this, I can roll again.
3: Mm-hmm. What do you got?
0: i'll take that 14 14
3: damage so
0: since i didn't take my savage attack can i save it or does that mean i just didn't want to do it
3: you can save it kevin runs up to a very overconfident paulie jr bangs a uh, monstrous hammer strike up and down north and south paulie jr jumps out of the way kevin brings it around left and right and ends up cracking paulie jr right in the ribs paulie jr coughs up a bunch of blood you know that this hit took a lot out of him okay kevin that's your action you, uh, you have a bonus action. Should Hunter's Mark is the only spell I have. I'll do that. Then he casts Hunter's Mark on Polly's. By the way, if you, do that, you should do that before uh, the attack. That way it'll do more damage. I'm a cat, don't sound like it. And now that's Hunter's Mark. You know P- Polly <laughs> Jr. You can't get it out for like two <laughs> months. There's always that faint smell. All right, Gertrude, you're up.
4: Okay, so I want to cast a spell first. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Fog Cloud,
7: uh-huh. which <laughs> is
4: you create <laughs> a... <laughs> what. From cigarette smoke.
8: <laughs> uh, you create
4: a 20-foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range. The sphere spreads around corners, and its area is heavily obscured. It lasts for the duration or until a wind of moderate or greater speed, at least 10 miles per hour, disperse it. So my question oh, is, yeah, so since we're inside, there's nothing to disperse it unless someone, like, opens mm. a door or a fan turns on. So,
3: a window. Please. So for the, for the remaining of this, all attacks, both you and them unless you have some way around it, will have disadvantage. They're not going to have a clear line of sight on you. You're not going to have a clear line of sight on them. You guys are fighting in the fog. If, the, if that's what you is want that to do. Is on everyone? That's on everyone. Everyone in the space. And I imagine it's a, it's a tight space. Everyone is in the combat space right now. Yeah. So Gertrude mutters a few arcane magical words while inhaling the entire time on her cigarette. During the six seconds, the entire cigarette is consumed. Finally, she does a couple, uh, uh, she does a couple secret ranger movements with her hand and the fog spell is released. She blows out <laughs> several times her love capacity in her, as part of the spell, channeling it through the cigarette. Uh, and the entire room is filled with fog. Although the fog does have a little bit of a tobacco <laughs> smell. To
7: Lazario is impressed, disgusted, and aroused <laughs> by all this. feet.
3: That was a magically enhanced ability. She she probably couldn't have done that if she wasn't cast in the spell.
7: That's some impressive lung power.
3: Nevertheless, very yeah. impressive. That's your uh, bonus action? Your action?
4: So then my action is going to be the long bow.
3: Okay, so Gertrude, who are you going attack. I'm uh. going
4: to attack Poly D's son.
3: Alright, so Polly Jr. Okay, you can't see him because of the fog so go ahead and attack at advantage, so roll twice take the lower of the two. Okay,
4: so 13 total.
3: 13, that is not enough to hit. Polly Jr., in fact, doesn't even have to dodge it yeah, just an arrow goes whizzing by him in the fog. <clears throat> what the fuck? Lucky <laughs> my dad's out here to kick your ass, bro. That's uh, right. a brilliant move, by the way, to release a fog and then attack. <laughs> Alright, uh, Chud, you're up. Okay. Can I cast Thunderwave on all of the opponents or is it you, you would know if, from your original surveying of the battlefield, that if you move the maximum of your distance, you could probably get to a safe space where you would actually probably hit most of the enemies attacking the panda, the and probably not hit the panda. But if you don't get that separation, you're probably going to hit all of your friends and, and enemies. So I can move first. Yes. Now, you, now give me a survival check. I want to see how well you navigate your way through the fog. Plus six, nine plus six is fifteen. Uh, Fifteen? You know what? I'm gonna say you you, you do pretty well. You're able to, you were able to to eyeball the distance despite a this parkour
0: flare. in there. This mm. heavy
3: fog. Yeah, with your seven foot. It's not so much parkour when you're seven feet tall. It's real easy to step over people who are laying <laughs> down and gnomes. Crushing things. That
7: need <laughs> I'm gritted.
3: <at> parkour.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> he rolls slowly. Uh, and so you get over there, and I'm going to say you get to a point where uh, you know you can hit two of the, the guys fighting the panda and probably one of the Warforged. So go ahead and cast your spell.
7: Okay, so it's thunder wave.
3: Thunder wave sounds like a funk band from the 70s. It does. Oh,
0: uh, what's that song? Thunderwave. Constitution 14.
3: To
0: 14.
3: The uh, both the guards fail the Constitution saving throw fighting the panda, and the Warforged fails as well. Fails hard. Terrific. On a failed save, the creature takes 2d8
1: thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. Okay, go ahead and roll your damage. 2d8s. All right.
3: Twelve. Do, do I have any kind of modifier on that? So 12. 12 total. Chud Bingsley makes his way through the fog, uh, grabs his staff and slams it onto the ground. Does he say, you shall not pass? He hit, as he takes his staff and hits it on the ground, as says, I say, Thundercats, ho! <laughs> <laughs> Blue lightning and thunder can be seen escaping the, the moment of impact. The staff hits the ground, flies out to all creatures within the area of effect. Two of the guards fighting the panda are thrown 10 feet back into a wall they start coughing up blood immediately and they they look like they're in a bad place. The warforged is thrown against the wall, one of its arms comes detached, it can no longer wield the crossbow. Sweet. Uh but it does pull out a longsword. That was my most successful attack.
7: That was dope. Uh, but then he falls down the stairs. Yeah, then, <laughs> then he, then he just, just spills milk all over himself. Uh you
3: have a bonus action. Okay, that's fine. Well, hard. I just gloat. Uh you it, it sounds like Sam Elliott's chuckling to himself yeah. in the
1: <laughs> I just <laughs> use
3: my free action to go hey, 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 and you like that, you sons of <laughs> bitches! Uh, you know what? I, you know I'm gonna go ahead and say that Beautiful. you're taunting one of the guards attacking. Oh, that panda. draws aggro. And so the, the one of the guards on the panda. I'm gonna, gonna go ahead and roll.
7: Was a real bad a idea on
3: my part. Since you I have
7: very fragile oh,
3: one of the jack guards like. <laughs> Once I'm done beating this panda, I'm gonna come beat your ass, cow man! Lothario, you're up.
7: Alright, so, I don't know how complicated this is, or if it works. I was thinking of putting on the Adzad song, na because that can make me invisible in the shadows. But there's mist now, or fog, right? So, do I I may not need it. I also have the ring that uh, binds the stuff, and an oil flask and a candle on me. Bear with me, I wanted to sneak through the shadows, stick the oil flask upside down using my sleight of hand in someone's pocket so the oil slowly pours out drop one of the bound rings that's bound to the candle that's lit that slowly makes their way across the room to hit that oil as I'm fighting another guy I'm thinking of doing the oil to someone between me and someone further out so I'm kind of, going to like, like group throwing, there's, you know? <laughs>
3: there's one, there's one Warforge who has not been engaged yet. Yeah. Uh, and he, and there's people behind him as well. Yeah. There's the one, the one that's been thrown. He's actually a bit, bit lot closer to you now. There's Pauly Jr. And there's the other Warforge that I'm talking about that's undamaged. And then there's, I suppose there's actually one guard fighting. Uh, there there were four guards fighting the Panda. Two of them are damaged. The other two are fighting him. So I'm either, either
7: thinking one of the damaged guys in front of me or Polly Jr. Or yeah, Pauly Jr is who I put the oil flask with the bound ring that sucks the lit candle towards the oil. And I'm going towards the, the guy that hasn't been engaged yet.
3: Give after. me... There's fog, yes, but he's also distracted. So just give me a sleight of hand check. No advantage, no disadvantage. Three. Uh, yeah, even with that plus. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Polly Jr. Slaps, slaps the oil. Uh. <laughs> there's just oil everywhere on both of us now. Uh, but you're right there. You can attack him. Yeah, I'll just go for the attack. Give me an attack roll. I'm going to assume you're using your, uh, anything but your crossbow. The, the dagger. Uh, 8, eight okay. plus 7, 15. 15. 15? Oh, that does hit. Uh, roll damage. Go ahead and add sneak attack damage because he is uh, engaged. So, you oh. know, Polly's probably about to fucking die. So go ahead and roll sneak attack damage. The damage? 14 plus 5. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, Polly senior dies. Do you want to play for her or do you want me to?
7: Oh, uh, yeah, I'm like shocked and I kind of panicked and uh, I just fumbled for my dagger, but as I like lift lift it up it kind of slits his throat maybe all right cuts him across the chest and like there's just blood and oil everywhere
3: uh, you you slit his throat but he's, he's still able to, to kind of get a... up <laughs> grass as he falls to the ground and i'm like you know, oh shit oh shit oh, body, oh, body shit. lifeless <laughs> That's kind of sad. He just killed the son. Yeah. <laughs> In front of his dad? No, no. no Paul, we, he, killed, his we dad. killed You guys killed his dad. Now it's the guard's turn. Okay. <laughs> Sadness, <Jeff. laughs>
7: and I'm huddled over him. I'm so
3: sorry. I'm so uh, sorry. The members, the, the two members of the goon squad who are engaged with Panda attack, or I'm guessing uh, a one. Still no. All right. So these guys, these guys, you could tell, like, they must use their muscles to work out because they do not know how to swing a fucking sword. They're yeah. swinging very wildly. That's the first guy. The second guy. Ten.
2: Fifteen. No. If you played a clip of this during the Joe Rogan podcast, they'd be very upset with the form. Look at that guy. He doesn't know how to fight at all.
3: I like to think the panda's just moving like Neo in the Matrix, just dodging everything. Yeah, It's Kung <laughs> Fu Panda. Fucking like martial arts master. He just dodges four straight attacks. He does it. And the thing is, it's really surprising given that he's a, a man in a giant panda costume who could move with such grace. And I kind of want to take a swing yeah. out of myself to see if I can do yeah. it. <laughs> the other two guards who had just gotten up, you know what? They see the fog. They don't want to be in the fog. So they're going to try to attack the panda who is the only one outside the fog as well. Good luck so those two guards who are almost dead throwing their lives natural 20 yeah natural twenty hit yeah, yeah gotcha that's our first <laughs> attack uh second attack is a nine that's not hit. gotcha the other guy we're gonna two damage is a five oh, these guys fucking suck five another unwieldy attack at the monk and a 13 which does one of these bandits in his wild swings yeah they're undisciplined swings these guys are still well-oiled beefcake machines. Uh, these guys have it's a lot of power. they have hearts.
1: <laughs> Can we change our name to
3: that? The beefcake machines? <laughs> well-oiled Bee beefcake machines. That's I love that and Put that on the side of the airship. He ends up uh, stabbing his longsword into the right shoulder of the panda. Ooh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only damage sustained staying there. Uh, the other warforged guard with his sword out. He is sensors. He is going to go towards the closest humanoid towards him, which is going to be Gertrude. Is she in the fog? He's the one. Yes. Always in the fog. So he's feeling around towards the first one. He can just hear uh, somebody like taking it. Breathing heavy. I will find this coughing humanoid and stab it. A 16. Natural one, and so no need to roll even because (laughs) of a disadvantage. This Warforge takes two swings in the mist at this creature that it knows is the source of the mist, and it misses wildly both times. The last Warforge to go is this one. He still has his crossbow. He's going to take aim at the closest figure to him, which is Kevin, and he is going to fire his crossbow. I'm going to try to catch it in my teeth. (laughs)
8: Yes.
3: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lower your armor class for this one. <laughs> but I'm going to have you roll a... Um, so you either catch it in your mouth or it shoots check. you in the face. The eyeball. Roll a dexterity check. Roll a dexterity check. This guy rolls an 18. So uh, What am I doing? A dexterity? 21. Wow. Okay, you know eight. what? I'm going to say this. Uh, this guy shot very well. This guy had an 18 and plus whatever his bonafi- mo- modifier was. So I'm going to say this guy probably had an arrow that was meant for Kevin's neck. But Kevin, with his cat-like reflexes, uh, is able to grab it. However, this guy still is able to do damage. It ends up going through parts of his cat-like jaw. <laughs> and, and it ends up fucking with him there. So now he has a... Almost like Steve Martin has an arrow through oh, his no. head. He has, he has an arrow oh, no. just kind of going through part of his mouth. But that would have been a oh, killing God, blow, perhaps, no had yeah, he he's... not done that. We roll damage for that. Six damage. Six hit points. So right. Yeah, six damage for Kevin. Panda. Panda attack with his fists.
9: Uh, sixteen and fourteen plus eight for his first two fist strikes.
3: Oh, I'm sold. out of the fog, right? Yeah, yeah.
9: And then uh, he'll, for his bonus action, he'll use a key point and do a flurry of blows for another two strikes for a twenty-three and a twelve.
3: Okay, so the, the first attack I'm gonna say was towards the the, the the
9: closest guy to me. I'm trying to kill and then move to
3: whoever's. All right. How much damage you with the your first attack? Uh, six. That guard he was pretty beat up. A lot of blood coming from him. You can tell he's uh, concussed. But
9: finish him off with uh, another six.
3: Another six, yeah. With that, you just watched a panda beat a man to death on his feet. Was just a Sunday, with, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 just with a flurry of blows, just lightning quick hands, pummeling up and down. It was like a Ip man had a worst nightmare all over.
1: <laughs> <this> <laughs> Is it too late to be a panda?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
9: Yes, I have uh,
3: two more attacks. The lowest so was a twelve,
9: going as I move towards the next guy. All right,
3: all right so he goes towards the next uh, uh, uninjured thug.
9: Just another six.
5: <laughs>
3: wow, I mean, that's
5: terrible.
9: Three ones <laughs> in a row. And then the last attack is seven damage.
3: Wow. Uh, six damage and seven damage? Yeah. Uh, do you want to color this? No, you can't. Uh, this time he you didn't, you didn't use Flurry of Blows, so this time you just see, uh, with ruthless efficiency, one strike, which, one strike, which is like an uppercut, knocking him into the air, and a second strike hitting his head down, almost clearly snapping this guy's neck. Uh, he had done it harder, or with perhaps giant strength, he would have taken the head off this guy. So one punch to knock the body up and horizontal, and the second strike was just breaking boards on that neck. Um, wow. Damn.
9: Bow your sensei. <laughs> uh,
3: I'm yes. Sorry, did no one see the arrow catch on the mouth over here? That was pretty fucking impressive. He says, like,
2: all
3: right, TV, you're at the top of the order. You are at the top. You see a hatch uh, that leads directly into the building. Okay. I will let you use a bonus action to open that hatch. All right. All
5: right. I do that. Um, somehow. Is it locked? Nope. To, okay, so I just use the bonus action and open the hatch.
3: Done. All right, excellent. You now can see Watch down onto the, the floor. <laughs> um, it's 20, 20 feet till you can see this this circle of fog. But you can hear uh, one Warforged enemy uh, somewhere on the western side of the room, and you can hear, and you can hear another warforge enemy uh, somewhere near Gertrude. Who's winning? <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> Does not seem to be very many. Uh, and enemies left
3: cabbage. Oh, I apologize, there's actually two more goons who were almost dead from Chud's lightning strike uh, that were pushed into this. You can actually see them.
5: Okay, within well, uh, one of those guys, I cast a spiritual weapon right next to them at second level.
3: What form does this spiritual weapon take? He, he loves
5: technology and stuff, so it just,
3: it's like a clockwork, um, like, maul. Clockwork hammer? Yeah. Okay, so like like Homer Simpson's auto hammer? Ooh, yes. That. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> a clockwork version of Homer Simpson's auto hammer appears right beside this guy. Do you need to roll an attack? Uh,
5: when I first cast it, I get to uh, strike with it, and then every uh, subsequent turn I can use bonus action to strike with it again. All right, well, let's roll with it. And- um, total of 20.
3: This auto hammer goes up to the skull of this. You don't even need to roll damage. He was almost dead. This auto hammer goes up to the skull of this down thug, this muscly bro, and just like a jackhammer, just repeatedly strikes this guy's skull, leaving blood and smash spits of skull everywhere. That's hilarious. Back at the top of the order, Kevin, you have two warforged. Can I see anything? I'm in the fog. No, but you did just hear a, a hammer outside the
0: fog. Now, is there is this fog impede my breathing at all? No. Okay. I wanna I have that ring of
3: invisibility while I'm holding my breath, so I'm gonna take a deep breath, move out of the fog, try to find a target that I can see. After you take a couple steps in the fog, you're then able to assess the situation. There's not a lot in the room, so I'm gonna not make your roll of perception check. You see the panda, you see the two corpses of the men he just pummeled with his fists, you see uh, a giant spiritual hammer, and with one corpse next to it, you see another and you see another guy who's kind of getting up next to the spiritual hammer on the corpse. So that guy's been hit? He is hurt,
0: yes. Okay, I'm going to go up to him, invisible, pull the arrow from my mouth, and stab him with it.
3: <laughs> oh, prison style. Okay, uh, give, <laughs> he's prone, so give me a roll with advantage. Six. <laughs> Six. <laughs> that was that was the better of the two. Wow. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say you're proficient in hand, so I'll, I'll, it doesn't hit. Uh, Kevin, I want to give it to you. I will count the arrow as a one-handed weapon, so I allow you to st- stab with it again. Oh, natural 20. <laughs> All right, so Kevin tries swatting once. Fortunately, he's invisible because it was actually pretty embarrassing. He actually almost stuck himself. Turns out if Kevin can't see himself, his chances of hurting himself go he's way very up. very on brand for Kevin. He's <laughs> not super coordinated. The guards out the girl, like, man, what's this ghost to wind? It is hot in here, bro, so I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty grateful. Uh, next thing he knows, an arrow <laughs> splits his eye and it comes out the back of his head. Kind of like the most ghastly version of that same Steve Martin arrow <laughs> thing <laughs> you can <laughs> think of. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't need to roll for damage. Okay, now there's just <laughs> Two warforged left. Next is uh, Gertrude. <laughs>
4: okay. So I'm gonna do my longbow again. Pretty sure it's pigeon blood. Um, I'm gonna go for one of the warforges, Just pick one. He's yeah, got the higher HP. Yeah,
3: um, I, he is close to you, so I'd recommend getting some distance. Do you have a longsword? Or? Um,
4: I got a dagger and a spear.
3: I'd use your spear. And a longbow. Yeah.
4: Okay, I'll do my spear. Probably. So, and it's still the lowest of the two. I roll. Okay, I rolled a natural one. Plus <laughs> two is three.
7: Good. You gotta get out of that it fog somehow. You you I thought this fog was. That fog, fog just really roll. backfired on this you. This is
0: like when Jesse made the
3: bind. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't help. It didn't I do anything. So Gertrude's doing some sweet flourishing with her spear. Unfortunately, she just does two quick stabs and misses. Okay. Uh, both times, the <laughs> Warforge.
4: But she's gonna try again.
3: Chud, you're up. Magic missile doesn't miss. How many foes are left to? Ch-
1: Two warforged. Are they far away from each other? Decently far. They are. Okay. I think it's gonna have to be a. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, how about a. Uh, how about a magic missile? Okay, go ahead and
3: roll damage. I know Another that's amphiants. boring, but
1: it's 1d4 plus one or something like that.
3: Eleven total? Eleven total? All right. Three magical balls of energy uh, escape Chud's hand. Despite all the fog, they do find their mark. They smash the Warforge. All three of them hit the Warforge's head, but from different directions, smashing it like a tin can. And he falls to the ground. But I never experienced (laughs) love. As he falls to the ground. Now there's just one Warforge left. Johnny Uh, five (laughs) Salone take that you dang robot Lothario you are up with one enemy left
7: yeah I move out of the fog uh, I have a crossbow and I take aim as soon as I'm clear of the fog towards the last guy now, uh, is it a war forge? It is. I, I saw that I have a, a thousand ball bearings. Can I load them on my crossbow and shoot them like a shotgun, so they'd actually pierce the metal.
3: I will say no. You—that is, is an interesting idea and one that you should talk to Tifey about engineering. Hey Tiffy, did you hear that thing I said earlier just now? Yes. I did. All right, cool. Yes. We'll do that later. Did you hear it from the roof? Yes, I did. Does it intrigue you?
6: Absolutely. Dumb. intrigues.
7: All right, so I guess I'll just use a dumb old regular arrow. Can't even light it on, on fire because I spilled all my oil on myself. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know what? Might I suggest to avoid rolling at disadvantage, stealthing? Oh,
7: um, so roll a stealth check. Oh yeah, because I'm not wearing that. Because so, so, I thought I put it. On, I was gonna put it oh, on for the,
3: the. You do have it on. You're right. You're stealth. Yeah.
7: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. So I shoot at the cat, or I shoot at. The <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Shoot at the war porch. Shoot with the with a, with a
3: twenty.
7: Okay. I got a two. Awesome.
3: Uh, I, uh, all right, you, you missed. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> um, and now everyone can see me, right? like, I missed. Uh, There's one left. There's one left. All right, I want to attack him. All right, so uh, uh, Decorative Cabbage climbs up right beside Teefee. Can't see the War forward, but kind of see some, like, sparks coming out of, like, the damage. Go ahead and aims his finger guns, and... Using my crossbow.
2: <laughs> 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 no, I'm just yeah. I use, Of course I'd use a finger blast. Hold oh, damn. That's my favorite thing to do. Uh, 15 plus plus 6 plus oh, oh, 7
3: oh, oh that guaranteed hits wow. yeah I know uh, I know uh, the uh,
2: I know the finger boss by heart by now
3: alright go ahead and go and roll for damage then
2: it went up it went up I know
3: 8 plus 7 15 so uh, that makes how much damage 8 plus 5, Eight plus five 13 damage uh, holy shit enough to kill him jacket of cabbage this forge, because he was going next takes his crossbow and starts aiming it towards the closest humanoid towards him uh, which is actually Kevin, the same creature he shot through the mouth not that long ago. He's taking another shot this time. He's sure he won't miss, but all of a sudden he hears, BAM! <laughs> come from up above him. And a um, giggle that echoes through the air and, <laughs> and a purple flash in his periphery. The next thing you know, his head's on the ground. He didn't even get the chance to contemplate whether or not he could love. <laughs> Second order's blast to blow the head up. <laughs> Can his
7: severed head make eye contact for the last yeah. time with his other robot buddy? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I never got to
2: say I love you. Bam!
3: Bam! Looks like we're the
2: heroes again. <laughs> yeah, you
3: you hear the Final Fantasy VII into battle music? Da, da, uh, da, 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 da. Boy, we're assets. I don't to know this song way. Congratulations, <laughs> you guys have cleared Mr. Dandy's factory and done what Mr. Dandy asked. Um, is there anything uh, you guys want to say to this mysterious panda figure? I'd
1: like to thank you, Panda. You are a hell of a fighter
3: i thank
9: you very much but this is the best that mr dandy could send me as you lot
7: apparently jesus christ dude learn how to take a compliment <laughs> <laughs> you did great you did great in battle good job you,
9: say you almost did great in battle
0: God, damn it. <laughs> I... Dandy sent you the six strangers who became friends. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So
8: yeah.
3: <laughs> Only
0: to
3: be... Can this just uh, echo and fade away? Yeah. And he keeps going to the moment he met Panda. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rolls off the tongue, man. It's snappy. I want everybody to like continue their conversation as he keeps going. <laughs> yeah. as if the... Um,
6: Mister P- Panda, I completely agree. I don't know if you noticed, but I was smart enough not to go into the trap like the rest of those idiots.
7: I kind of want to die. Way to
9: protect your <laughs> friends. It's very good of you to not protect your friends.
2: I protected one. It's the only one that would listen. Yeah, friends is a pretty loose interpretation of our relationship right now. <laughs> we, we just met them. We're I, like six strangers. I'd, I'd rather uh, work with you, actually, at this point.
9: Shall we take down Lord Privilege Tint then?
2: After we take down Randy. <laughs> fucking trap-ass motherfucker. <laughs> you talk about,
3: talking about <laughs> Mr. Dandy? <Ass-ass> <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: straight trap. Straight trap life by Randy. It's what? handy. <laughs> and so with that,
4: Gertrude. While everybody's doing this, Gertrude just looks at the vape machines that are like the assembly line. She just grabs one and hopes that maybe this is going to help her reduce her smoking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so add one vape pen to your inventory. <laughs>
4: Vanilla flavor. Um, actually, wow.
3: Can we do like
5: an uh, investigation check to see if there's anything good to pick up from these? Yeah, can we do that? Yes, go ahead and do an
3: investigation check. Fast. Son of a <laughs> one. <laughs> I don't think we found Eight. anything. 14. Kevin is actually able to find uh, just, it doesn't look like there's a lot in these guards' pocket, but Kevin does is able to find one thing. He looks at it. Tifi knows it from sight because it's a fairly common magical item. It's a ring of spell storing. It's something that you would uh, give your wizardly pals um, so that they could have a few extra tricks up their sleeve to help them have more spells per long rest. Excellent. Ring of what? Spell storing. Again, something that would Most wisely be used with your new (laughs) wizard friend who is Gear Light.
7: He looks at it and tosses (laughs) it over his shoulder.
3: (laughs) And with that, the gang has cleared out Lord Privilegington's forces from the candy factory. There does seem to be a bit of a debate whether to go after Mr. Dandy or Lord Privilegington, but I'm sure that'll be worked out next week on Awful Neutral. What if the Pandy was Dandy? It's almost if the same guest played both parts for a reason. Don't
9: ask us to be in the same room.
3: Thank you so very much for listening, and I hope you stick around as we grow and get better. If you like what you heard, please check out my other podcast, Science Faction. It's a comedy science news program available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, nerds. See you next week.